Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. You're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest, the pride of the Jags, the pride of the Raiders, the pride of the Rams recently, and certainly the pride of NFL Network. He's the former NFL rushing champion. He's MJD Maurice Jones-Drew. Welcome back to the pod, MJD. Oh, thank you for having me. Glad to be back. Um, Very nice to see you. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show we're talking free agency. Uh, We're talking salary cap, the ripple effect of a burgeoning salary cap, which is now north of X in excess of $255 million. How will a larger salary cap affect free agency spending? Does it mean that more players will stay with their current clubs instead of chasing a bigger bag elsewhere? That's the question to answer. But first, NFL insider Tom Pelissero reporting that the NFL has announced that the 2024 salary cap will be $255.4 million per club with an additional $74 million per club payment for player benefits, which includes performance-based pay and benefits for retired players. Pelissero added that the unprecedented $30 million increase per club in this year's salary cap is the result of the full repayment of all amounts advanced by the clubs and deferred by the players during the COVID pandemic, as well as an extraordinary increase in media revenue for the 2024 season. Here is fellow insider Mike Garofolo with more earlier today on TA, the broadcast. Some moves in Miami today as well, Mike. They are salary cap related. Notably, Xavier Howard, a pretty darn good corner moving on. Four-time Pro Bowl cornerback Xavier Howard. Yes, he has been informed, sources tell me, and Peter Schrager, who's usually up a lot earlier than this on Good Morning Football, that Xavier Howard has been told that he will be released at the start of the league year. Now, the reason for that is got to wait till then to make him a post-June 1st designation, which would put the cap hits 
uh, into 25 uh, and beyond and not hit in the 24 season. He was due $18.5 million this upcoming season. Obviously, they have committed a lot to Jalen Ramsey, and they have to commit a lot to Tua Tagovailoa. When you've got the rookie playing on the, or excuse me, the quarterback playing on the rookie deal, you have one way to approach your finances at other positions. Uh, when you've got the quarterback about to sign a mega extension, which we do expect with Tagovailoa this offseason, obviously you can't afford. Uh, those luxuries at every position. So Xavier Howard, at the age of 30, expected to be on the market uh, in just under a month. And I would expect plenty of suitors for his services, uh, Andrew. Yep. Jalen Ramsey tweeting he was the best corner in Dolphins history. Also, Emmanuel Ogba. The Dolphins moving on from him today as well. All right. Back to the salary cap. It's $30 million bigger and bolder yeah. than last year. This is going up more than I think a lot of teams deep down inside expected. How does this affect the combine, the negotiations there, free agency, and everything moving forward? Everything moving forward, Andrew. This is something that even Micah Parsons, who we're going to talk about uh, in a couple of minutes here, tweeted a bunch of money emojis when the news came out because he knows he's in line for an extension. So is Trevor Lawrence. So is Tunga Vailoa, who I just mentioned, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. And then these guys that you're seeing right now who are free agents who are about to get paid in just a couple of weeks here. Yeah, you're right. It surprised a lot of people. We expected an increase in the cap. We've had one pretty much every single year except for the COVID year, which, by the way, the reason it's gone up so much is there was a lot of deferred money to this year, and that is starting to hit as well, uh, as well as just revenue being up and the ratings being up uh, that the NFL announced. So, yeah, there is more money to go around. And some of these deals, I mean, we're going to blow the top off the wide receiver market. Tunga Vailoa could even surpass Joe Burrow at the top of the quarterback market. The money is going up at a lot of positions, at the premium positions, quarterback and some of these other guys as well. Yeah, like Joe Burrow's contract, like 55 a year, which is roughly 25% of the old cap. If you go 25% of the new cap, then the quarterback numbers are well over 60 yeah. a year, potentially. Important and probably obvious to note that the increase of salary cap on free agency, yes, that means more money to acquire players, but it also means more money to keep players and that's where I want to turn today with MJD key players set to become free agents when the window opens on March 11th include Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones Chiefs corner Legereus Sneed Giants running back Saquon Barkley Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans Titans running back Derrick Henry to name just a few I also want to hear MJD's thoughts on the Rams quarterback room but first let's address MJD this notion floating in the NFL ether that Russell Wilson may be headed for Pittsburgh. Wilson is under contract with Denver through 2028, but the Broncos can designate him a post-June 1 release to avoid any negative impact on their 2024 salary cap. And, of course, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, stirred this one up when he announced it as inevitable. He said he has the script on the Shannon Sharp podcast. But let's just talk strictly as a player who may be cut and may be available to some team out there not named the Denver Broncos. MJD, do you like a mind's eye image of Russell Wilson in black and gold? Is it a good fit? No, I don't think it's a good fit. You don't? I, I think there, there's two reasons. I understand the salary cap is – has uh, grown, but still hit, that hit that you're going to have to take to get Russell Wilson, that, that the play doesn't match, doesn't make sense. The other thing is this. I understand we talk about the salary cap, but in that locker room, um, the highest paid player becomes your leader, right? Majority of the time. 
um, that depends on how you play as well. So if the money's not matching what your your play on the field is, it's going to fracture your locker room because there's guys in that locker room that want to get paid. There's guys that, that are coming up on deals that have performed the Pittsburgh Steelers way. So sometimes when you go out in free agency, it, it hurts your team than uh, more than helps them because if those guys aren't your type of guys or buy into your system and they're not paying or playing the way they're getting paid, it becomes an issue in that locker room. The locker room chemistry is a very, very unique thing. It's very fragile. And if you look at, you know, let's say the Chiefs, for example, Patrick Mahomes is getting paid $500 million. But you guess what? He's Patrick Mahomes. He can he, He's earned that. He probably is worth more than that. Chris Jones, he held out at the beginning of the year. But guess what? He came back and made all those plays and became a leader at the end of the year. You didn't see him talking to the team the first couple of weeks. He had to earn that respect back and that and that leadership back, and then he became that guy. So to me, when you talk about that, and I guess I know a lot of guys in Denver like Russell Wilson, but to me his play didn't match his pay. The fragility of the NFL locker room with regards to pay scale, MJD, I'm really glad that you brought that up. It's not where I intended this conversation to go, but let me mine a little bit more there because you've been on teams where the higher paid and highest paid players did not deserve it in terms of their productivity within that team. And that really does create resentment and creates serious problems that can't be overcome or can they be overcome? Well, I, well, first winning, winning has to happen for it for you to overcome. That's the greatest deodorant of all, right? Uh, winning football games. But this is what I'm saying. We're not upset as players. You're not upset for a guy to get paid. Right. You're never upset at that. What's good for him but is now, in theory good for you. Yeah. But now your play has to match that. Um, and there's been certain situations that I've been in. I don't want to name players where they've paid guys and those guys come in, they either get hurt or they don't produce and they're making, you know, five X times with another guy who was ready to get paid. Yes. Who's, been there since the beginning. So free agency is very tricky. And I think a lot of people, a lot of our fans have to understand like, yeah, you can go get this high price free agent, but if he doesn't fit into where you are, I mean, I can just give you a better example. The Jaguars went out and paid Jared, Jared Odrick from the Miami Dolphins a bunch of money. He played two years, right? He didn't do anything. He was a cancer in the locker room. And then when they cut him, he's on the beach somewhere saying, oh my God, thank God I'm out of Jacksonville, right? Well, that hurts your locker room of guys that you have drafted, i.e. Jalen Ramsey, who was on that team, I want to say was there, um, or, you know, other guys that, like, I can give you a better, I'll give you a better situation. The Jags paid A.J. Bouye a bunch of money. A.J. Bouye was a really good corner that came from Houston. Yep. He was, he was a great player. They drafted Jalen Ramsey. They had two really good corners. But the problem is you didn't want to pay Jalen. And Jalen was covering the top receivers all the time. So now Jalen's upset because he's like, my – compensation isn't matching my play, yeah. right? And so now that becomes a bickering, not between the team, per se, or the locker room, but now Jalen's upset with the front office. So now that's going to start to kind of creep into the locker room a little bit. And to be honest, I feel like that's what it really ended that Jaguars team in 2017 is they kept paying everyone outside except taking care of players that were inside. Um, and so that happens a lot in the, in the league. And, and I think a lot of times we don't look at it as such. Because as fans, which I am, we're like, man, we want to get this guy. We want to get that guy. Well, if that guy is not performing at a high level, it's not going to work out well for you because guys are going to be very upset that you paid this guy all this money and he came in and was terrible or wasn't as good as what his pay was. And 
remember the higher you get paid, the higher the, the expectation is. And if you don't reach said expectation, you got guys that are upset in the locker room because money's involved. MJD, have we overlooked Wilson's productivity in 2023? 66% completion rate over 3,000 yards. He had 26 touchdowns, only eight interceptions, a 98 passer rating, which was eighth in the NFL. He was top 10 in a lot of the major metrics for quarterback play. Okay, let's take what you've just said about the contract, and that's significant, but let's put that aside for a second. Would he be, as a player at the position, an upgrade over Kenny Pickett? He would be, but again, you can't put the money aside because Kenny Pickett is playing on a rookie contract. Yes, sir. Right? And we're talking about money. This is a business. And so if I bring Russell Wilson in, he has to be exponentially better than what Kenny Pickett is for how much ever he's making this year. Russell Wilson has to be that much more better for whatever he's going to be making, what yes, he's going sir. to ask to make. So, so money always comes involved when you're talking about building your roster and how to build your team. That's why I said Joe Burrow, for example, people didn't cry and scream about Joe Burrow getting paid because they know what Joe Burrow can do. Even though they started off bad early in the year, they went, let's remember, they went to San Francisco and beat this Niners team that everybody was afraid of and beat them handedly. They beat a bunch of teams before Joe Burrow Got hurt. As a matter of fact, in that game against Baltimore, they were going up and down the field on that defense before he got hurt. But again, his play matched his pay. And that's when you talk about free agency. And we haven't really got a chance to dive into it. But that's why guys like Chris Jones, you don't let him leave your locker room because his, his play matches his pay. Right. Okay, well, Tax I'm glad you said that, and I'm so sorry to interrupt, but but let's yeah. let's go there because let's turn back to this ripple effect of the salary cap increase on free agency. There is a sensation amongst those of us on the outside looking in that the additional money makes impending free agency potentially, arguably, more manageable for teams that are hoping to keep some of their star players, like Chris Jones, certainly with regards to keeping players that in other years, in previous years, would have been out the door no matter what in search of a bigger bag. Kirk Cousins is a name that gets thrown around a lot, free agency on the horizon for him. There are even calls amongst some to trade Justin Jefferson while Kirk Cousins walks out the door and commit to a rebuild Does that make any sense to you? Do you expect both Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson to remain with the Vikings, or would you pursue a trade for Justin Jefferson, and would you let Kirk Cousins walk out the door? Well, I think, again, if you're the Minnesota Vikings, you're saying Kirk Cousins gotten us to the playoffs twice, and he's had two fully fully guaranteed contracts. I think their stick-up is they don't want a fully guaranteed contract with Kirk Cousins. They'd rather have one that they'd be able to get out of. But Kirk says, well, look, you've already given me two, What's the problem with giving me one more? I'll test free agency. Um, and so that becomes an issue. And now that uh, kind of forces your hand with Justin Jefferson, because now do you go out and get another quarterback in the draft? Is it a free agent guy? And Justin Jefferson has come out and said, you know, I want to, if I'm going to stay here, I want to know what we're doing at that position and how we're doing it. And so if you're the Minnesota Vikings, you're looking at, again, it, it comes down to money. If we're paying a certain guy, X amount of money, we need to make sure that produces victories. Um, has Kirk Cousins produced that? In the regular season, yes, but not necessarily in the playoffs. Let's remember, they went to the NFC Championship game with Case Keenum and never been back yeah. ever since they've signed those big deals. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so now with Justin Jefferson, could you trade him? I wouldn't put it past Minnesota to do that for two reasons. One, they've traded Randy Moss and Stephon Diggs, and they probably traded other guys as well that were top-notch guys, so it's in their DNA. But two, their GM comes from an analytical background that's willing to acquire a lot of picks. He was in Cleveland. Um, He's done a ton of uh, different things. So to me, 
I it wouldn't. I would I do it? I don't. I don't know if I would, but I also wouldn't say I wouldn't if the price was right. Because yep, again, enough. you've hit you hit on another receiver in Jordan Addison. So do I like? I can. We we find receivers very well here in Minnesota. We're not too much worried about that, and we can acquire a lot of picks for it as well. So uh, it just depends. I, I think Minnesota has a lot of holes that they have to deal with. They have their they're uh, over the cap right now, even though it's at 200 and some odd million dollars. And so 255 million. So they got to figure out a way to get down below the cap and find a way to pay certain guys and do certain things. It, it, that's going to be tough to deal with. You know, in this crazy world where numbers change literally from minute to minute, the Vikings currently have around $38 million of cap space. So they are actually on the right side of league average and on the right side of the law, so to speak. But a lot of questions certainly to be answered in Minneapolis. How about them boys, MJD? Dallas Cowboys are roughly $8 million over the cap. This is a team that feels, oh, I don't know, annually, we dare to say, close to a breakthrough. But that's with the expectation of adding the right pieces, not losing them. Free agency looms for Tony Pollard. It looms for left tackle Tyron Smith and center Tyler Biadish and corner Stephon Gilmore. They need to free up cap space, but they also need to add to the roster. And in moments like this, MJD, you know it well, eyes tend to turn to the big contract guys, Dak Prescott. So you could extend his deal to, quote, move money around and free up some cap space, but you also have to sign Micah Parsons, of course, who is still on his rookie deal. You want to keep him in-house. He's going to put pen to paper for a big deal. So a lot to think about if you're the Dallas Cowboys. What do you do if you're Steven and Jerry Jones? Well, first and foremost, we got to figure out how do we, what are we, we, we already sell hope. The Cowboys do a great job of selling hope, right? We, we have all the top pieces. We're ready to go. And every year in the playoffs, they get beat up. It's like, it's, it's like inevitable. It's like uh, Thanos. Is inevitable, and you know the Cowboys are gonna be awesome in the regular season, and then they come to the playoffs and get beat up. It's and, true. And it's, it's so it is. So if I'm the Cowboys, I'm like, okay, look, we have to extend Dak Prescott. When I look it out, when I look out there, who out there is better than Dak that can help us win? No one, right? That we can that we can acquire. Is it? We're too far away to go get a high priced, uh, a high pick quarterback. And to be honest, a high pick quarterback means we have to develop this guy and do all these different things. They're in win now mode, so Dak becomes the guy. So, yes, I need to sign Dak to a contract. Now, the key to this contract, from what I've read, is that Dak is going to ask for almost $60 million a year. And you can create that contract in order to get create cap space, but you talked about it. A lot of their big-time superstars, they're going to have to figure out how do we create cap space by still paying them and keeping them, but then drafting in a way in which we can try to win games. Now, this cap helps out a lot because I want to say – you said it's thirty million over what it was last year. Correct. It's a thirteen point eight percent increase from what it was just a year ago, and a full seventy five million dollar increase from what it was three years ago. I mean, the number continues to go up and up and up. But I think the average fan at home, we see those numbers and we think, okay, that's money to play with. That's money to spend. That's money to go acquire the pieces you need. But MJD, you know well from inside that locker room, man, it's about how you spend the money. It's about the positions you acquire, the positions you actually need, and you don't want to kick other cans down the road. This is a tricky kind of balance of roster building and, and spending money. Even if you're given more money to spend, that doesn't equal success, does it? You know this better than anyone. On MJD. Well, I was going to tell you, I, I work for the Rams. The Rams had to pay the Piper this year. They had a ton of, I think they were paying more money 
to guys not on their roster yes. than they were to almost guys on their roster. And right? look, but but so, in spite of that, look at what they did. I mean, what a success story the Rams were this season. One of the better oh, success no. stories, the one of the more surprising success stories in the NFL this year. Yeah, and you can do it. You you can do it. But like we said, if you keep kicking the can down the road, keep extending guys, keep restructuring guys, eventually you're going to have to take that year of being having that huge cap hit. The Rams decided to do it last year, and now they're back. I think they have like seventy some million dollars uh, under the cap that they can go and spend and go do some things. Now, this is the kicker. You're talking about your commanders. They have $96 million, but you have to make sure you spend it in the right way. You can't just go out there and just spend to spend because, again, we talked about it. If I In that locker room, we've seen how volatile that locker room can be, right? Uh, what is it? Jonathan Allen. Yeah, talked Jonathan about Allen. How he's yeah, play, dude. Right? He's sick and tired of this, but you can't go out there and pay a guy more money than him and that guy doesn't produce like him, Yep. right? You can't go out there and bring a quarterback in that doesn't fit what you're trying to do. You can, you have to make sure, and this is where I think a lot of people, We I used to, I call it the Peter, well, it's called the Peter principle. There's a lot of people in our business that have been elevated to incompetency. It's not just picking, oh, this is the best player available, or this is the, does he fit our locker room? Does his mindset fit with the players that are in our locker room? Because that is the most important thing about winning in the NFL. If he doesn't fit what we're doing, then we can't move forward. And so, Yes, I have a bunch of money to spend, but I just can't go spend it. I always talk about the Jags. For like two or three, four years running, they were just spending money. Just trying to find anybody. Julius Thomas, Calais Campbell. Uh, we talked about Jared Oldrick. Uh, Malik, uh, he played for the Broncos. Malik Jackson. Malik Jackson came over. Some of those guys fit, right? Yeah. Some didn't. They brought a lineman from Carolina who didn't fit. They brought, uh, they bought some other guys. And eventually they learned that we just can't keep spending money and bringing everyone here. Guys have to fit what we're trying to do. And as you do that, as you figure that that what that fit is, you get going. What I do love about your commanders, they have a really good GM in Adam Peters, who I was with at UCLA, a good, a good friend of mine, who understands he helped build that roster. He helped build that roster in San Francisco. So he understands, hey, you know what? If I bring in a Javon Hargrave, he has to be the best version of himself all the time, every time. Guess what? It works out because now yeah. you have Javon Inlaw who can't be upset or Eric Armstead who can't be upset yes. because Javon Hargrave is getting sacks Correct. and making play. He and rose so to the occasion. The guys- he played up to uh, what that right. contract seemed to demand. He played up to it. Yeah, or or, or some people may say he, he outplayed it, right? He played better than what uh, he was getting compensated. But those are the guys you have to go and pay and do. You just can't pay anybody just to, to get pay a guy just to pay a guy. I want to circle back on something you said about Dak Prescott because you threw it out rather casually because such is the market. Yes, $60 million for a quarterback, that will be the new norm before you know it. Like, you know, 10 minutes from now, that's going to be the new norm. But MJD, sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the most effective word in the English language is no. If he goes asking Stephen and Jerry Jones for $60 million a year, isn't the answer right now no? Absolutely not. Sorry, Dak, that doesn't work for us because we're trying to build a champion and we can't do that if we pay you $60 million a year. That's that, that's not going to happen because this game is about leverage, right? So we've been speaking from the front but office But does side. Dak have leverage without the postseason wins? Oh, he does because they're stuck against the cap. He, they have to find a way to lower his cap money. Remember, he has to say yes to uh, a contract. And if we're stuck against the cap, like the Cowboys are right now. I think you said they're $8 million over. Yep, $8 million over. Hey, yeah. I, you know, I, I like what I like. <laughs>
Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. talk about the Chiefs. Let's talk about the defending champions. They sit right now in this moment, $27.7 million of cap space available to them, which sounds great. But Chris Jones, defensive tackle, made that all-important play on third and four, uh, you know, in the red zone mm-hmm. against the Niners, which ostensibly gave, you know, his Chiefs a chance to drive down the field and win the game, which they did, of course. You also have Legarius Sneed, who's given up, what, four touchdowns in his entire career as a cornerback, didn't give up one the entire regular season. That seems like a piece that you need to honor and keep. Nicole Hardman uh, is set for free agency. Now, obviously, wide receivers in Kansas City are looked at a little differently. We look at them maybe more than any other team as a unit, and uh, And in doing so, maybe we can consider even a guy who makes a Super Bowl-winning, game-winning play expendable or at least replaceable. But Jones and Snead don't seem replaceable. If you could only pick one, are you picking Chris Jones? And if so, why? Well, yeah, I'm always – I I believe in the trenches. So if we got to pay a guy, um, I'm going to go ahead and and draft, uh, pay Chris Jones, and then Allow LeJarius need to walk, probably get a, a comp, a comp uh, was a compensatory pick for him. Yes. And then use that first round pick we have late in, um, to go draft another corner. I mean, you got Trent McDuffie in the same, in the same fashion. Um, so to me, it's, you always, you always work in the trenches as much as I love corners. And it's one of the hardest positions to play on the field. 
um, they don't really affect the game as much as a defensive lineman can because the corner can, they always can throw it to the other side. They don't have to throw to you as much. Um, but a defensive lineman, he's going to dictate who's blocking, where the penetration is coming from. Chris Jones and that defensive line dominated the San Francisco 49ers offensive line majority of this game. That's why they were able to keep it close. And the, on the other side, you think of the Niners' defensive line dominated the Chiefs line until late in that game, and Mahomes started making some plays. But um, I always believe in the trenches, and to me, Chris Jones has earned the right to get paid. Now, I will say this. I, I always – I never understood why teams wait to pay guys. I've never understood that because, to me, the longer you wait, the more the price become, the higher the price goes. Um, yeah, the so market does I, crazy things when you're sitting on your hands, right? The market will just get away from you. And I think you're yeah. right. I think as an ethos, if more front offices, if more general managers and owners said, look, pay him now. In, in a way, MJD, Patrick Mahomes is the perfect example, right? They, they spent that money, and it looked gaudy at the time. A quarter of a billion dollars, really? Yeah, really. Half a billion dollars, rather? Really? Yes, really. And now it's actually incredibly team-friendly. I think he's like, I think he's like the seventh highest paid quarterback per year or something crazy like that. I don't Isn't know that what wild? it is, but 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 it's just but again, like you get them done early, so then down the road you're fine. I, I think again, I, I always go back to what I know and that's the Jags. Josh Allen, for example, Josh Allen should have got paid two years ago. You bet that he was going to stay the same or he wasn't going to play well. And if he didn't play well, you were going to cut him anyways. Right. Right. You were going to let him walk. But then all of a sudden he blows up and has this huge year. Now you got to pay him Top end money for defensive ends, which we now is going to be, we know is going to be up uh, in the thirty million dollar range. But can we just say, as an overarching truth that we can take away from this podcast, and thank you so much for your time, is it fair to say, MJD, that at the end of this free agency period, team rosters may look more like they are right now than they would have in previous years? Yeah, I, I think I believe that teams are going to spend, but they're going to spend on their own guys and try to keep them. But I still think that, you know, this is a this league is built on drama and, and drama, a lot money causes drama. Right. Yeah, and does. so you're going to have hope. You're going to have all this. It's the greatest soap opera in the world. And what I mean by that is you may be that you you may think your team is the next Detroit Lions. If you sign the uh, Xavier Howard uh, from the Miami Dolphins, who's supposed to get cut like at the new league year, right? Yeah, like, we just learned that he's been informed he will be cut at the when the right. league but year begins. You could be a quarter away, and so does your team go out there and spend the money on that guy, or does your team keep a guy like Chris Jones or Christian Wilkinson? But the cap has allowed you to have more questions. Uh, well, it's really the cap has really cleared up the puzzle a little bit more uh, for every team in the NFL. 30 seconds. I can't let you go without asking you about the Rams. We call them your Rams now. Voice of Rams Radio, Maurice Jones-Drew with us on NFL Total Access, the podcast. How should the Rams approach the QB position this offseason? Matthew Stafford is 35 years old. Uh, That is not insignificant. We saw how many backup quarterbacks made a sizable contribution to their teams last year. There's no reason for us to expect that in the years to come it will be any different. Depth at that position seems more important than ever. I think I'm leading the witness, but how should the Rams use their first-round pick, their first first-round pick since, what, 2016? It's been a while since they were in this position, right? They've, they've really yeah. used those picks well and to leverage and get other players, but now they have one. Would you be surprised to see them use it on a quarterback? Would you advise them to use it on a quarterback? I'd be very surprised to see them use it on the quarterback. I think the Rams are in a win-now mode situation. They've kind of always been that way since Sean's been there. 
So I, I remember last year when they were kind of talking about a backup quarterback situation and they ended up signing Carson Wentz. Well, to me, I think you bring Carson Wentz back. You sign him back up, two-year deal. You continue to develop Carson Wentz so that when Matthew Stafford decides to walk away, you have a veteran guy that you can step in and be that placeholder that you've had for a little bit who can help keep this train rolling. Then you draft a guy after that. I wouldn't use a first-round pick on him because the Rams have so many other needs at different positions, offensive line, edge rusher, corner, uh, off-ball linebacker possibly. So they, they need to, to continue to go. Now, I will say this. Don't be surprised if the Rams will and deal their way throughout the draft. That's what they like to do. That's what they've done in the wild. That's what they did last year. They may take that first-round pick and move up. They may take that first-round pick and move back. They may take that first-round pick and trade it for two other first-round picks for next year and do all kind of stuff. But they they like acquiring uh, guys in the second and third round. They've had a lot of success with that, as well as fourth and fifth round and Kyron Ruling and Puka Nakua. Um, but also don't don't think that if there's a guy that they want that they won't take as well, right? Like they understand that they need to to better their roster in a fashion to help them reach the Super Bowl like they did a couple of years ago. Well, translation, Sean McVay is not one of those coaches that is afraid of developing talent. He likes working with young players, and he's willing to do so. I think they were the youngest or certainly one of the youngest rosters in the NFL last season after all of the machinations that led them to not having first-round picks and having to acquire later picks and doing a hell of a lot with them, to be fair to them. But also, translation, Carson Wentz. Yes, that Carson Wentz may actually be the answer to depth at the quarterback position in L.A. at SoFi Stadium for the L.A. Rams who are in, it seems to be an annual thing now since Sean McVay has joined the has joined that team, as MJD reminded us. They're in a win-now frame of mind. Winning now gets a hell of a lot easier, you would think, with $255-plus million for NFL teams to spend. How they will spend that money, we will find out in the days and weeks to come. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Now is the time to accelerate innovation T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, 
The more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. I want to thank today's special guest, Maurice Jones-Drew. MJD, thank you for being here, bud. No problem. And I want to invite the listener to join us next time when we check in with the state of affairs in the NFL. Players on the move, whose best move is not to move at all. When you join us next, we will be in combine week mode as we juggle interests of free agency and interests of developing talent and identifying talent on the field. There are some names that will be out there on the combine field in Indy that you are unaware of, that you are not thinking about, and you are not talking about. And that ends next time on NFL Total Access, the podcast. Till then, take care of you, take care of your crew, and ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.